Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Natural Expansion, the StarCraft 2 podcast by myself, Wardy, from Wardy TV. Today we've got a special edition of the podcast for you guys and we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We've got three interviews from pro players and we're talking all about the brand new Balance Test Patch which just got played at Home Story Cup this weekend, just gone by and which has just gone live on the ladder in the last 24 hours. We're going to be talking to Harston from Protoss, Lambo for Zerg, and Optimus for Terran to get all of their opinions on the te- on the uh, new balance patch. Uh, on the new balance patch, and uh, going to be—I'm so used to calling it the test map. That's what went wrong there. But on the new balance patch, so very interested to hear their opinions. I'm just going to preface this just slightly, guys, by saying. There is some audio issues. We recorded two of these free interviews at Home Story Cup. Um, and while the Hostum interview, for the most part, is okay, there's a little bit of a weird kind of like... I don't even know how to describe it, but halfway through, some like there's a little bit of background noise. It's really weird. It's some issue with the microphone, I think. Uh, but in the Lambo interview, it was actually very loud. We couldn't find somewhere quiet to do it. You can still hear me in Lambo. It's just got a lot of background noise. So I'm hoping it's somewhat listenable for you guys. I've listened through it. I think it's okay. I think it's... Definitely worth still putting out there. It is something I'll be looking into better in the future to kind of, well, try and find somewhere more quiet, I guess. Um, a lot of it was just the background noise. Obviously, it's Home Story Cup. A lot of people are drinking, partying, and having a great time watching StarCraft 2 together. So, it is what it is. But hopefully, you guys still enjoy the content. Again, as I said, we'll try and fix those sort of issues for the future. But if you do have anything to share, any thoughts or opinions, do get down in the comments and let us know. Other than that, guys, it's going to be Harstam at first, followed by Lambo, then Optimus talking about the balance patch. So enjoy, sit back, relax, and listen to all of their fantastic pro-level insight. Alright, guys, we got Harstam here to talk about the new balance patch. You just had a great first day at Home Story Cup when you got out your group in uh, second place. So, uh, well, how are you feeling about the patch? You enjoying it so far? Enjoying the change? It's very new. Uh... It feels very different, which is good. Um, there are some things, of course, that I don't like, mainly balance-wise. I think they're pretty spot on so far with the design changes. Uh, even though I have my doubts with making the investor that much stronger. Um, I like what they did with the Raven, for example, where they really went for a support unit, which is like a, a unit where you have two or three of them. And there's, it's not going to get more useful. Uh, like the difference between six Ravens and three ravens is pretty small after right. the patch. I would like the, to have more units like this, whether it be for Protoss or for Zerg. And I feel like with the Infestor, it's more like the other way around. They made it more of a core unit than it was before. Right, you said that you know, the more Infestors you make, the more use you get out of them. It gets to that ridiculous point where you're like mass stacking. The same with Vipers as well, right? Like Vipers are pretty... To, le- to a lesser, lesser extent. extent. Lesser extent. I, I think the difference between five Vipers and 15 Vipers is pretty irrelevant as well. Sure. Like, okay. But I, yeah, I, I think Fiber is already a better example of a support unit actually. Like, you don't need infinite of them, just a couple. Okay. Awesome. So obviously uh, one of the big changes with Protoss is the removal of the Mothership Core. Is that something you've been dealing well with? Do you think the shield battery is a good replacement for it so far? Do you like the way it works and do you think it's a better fix for it's saving Protoss, I guess? It's an adequate replacement in PVT and PVZ. In PvP, it doesn't seem to quite do the job because uh, it doesn't deal well with units that one-shot probes. So two oracles, two adapts, all of those in combination right. one-shot probes, uh, which means that you basically need double the units to secure the base as you did before. Before, against two oracles, you would have four stalkers, two sentries in your natural, the mothership core in the main base, and that would be sufficient. Now you need 
five units in every bay. So Oracle is a lot stronger and the game feels a lot more gambling because of that. Like PT kind of beats Stargate, Phoenix Ava beats Oracles. Uh, it's a lot more, the build orders matter a lot more. Do you know if that's sort of an issue in like PVZ, say when they have like bane lanes and so on? Is that not still an issue? Or we open Oracle so much uh, that I don't really feel like it's an issue. On top of that, like the early all-ins, so whether that be two base, two two base builds, seem a lot easier to hold because of the Chrono Boost. You can get a couple of extra units out, uh, and I feel like most things when you scout it, you can just respond in time. If you don't scout it, it might be a little harder. But if you do scout it, I actually think it's a bit easier because. The shield battery really is really quite strong if it's in the correct position. Right. So it's still very positional based, uh, like the pylons were for the overcharge. So is that something you've been struggling getting used to, or it's it's less because you only need to uh, the pylons needed to scare away units from certain right. areas of the probes and uh, the, range, the battery just needs to be in a certain area, in a certain range, yeah, and it, it can cover all the probes there. You right. can move the probes there, so. I feel like that's, it's, it's a lot easier positional base. Like you're, okay. I, I notice my pilot plays and getting a bit sloppier again as well, so you should be a bit careful with that. Alright, so have you been, uh, well, again, like, have you been enjoying the shield battery then? Do you think it's really something which will stay in the game? Do you think it's like balanced right now? Because I've seen some instances where it's like, <laughs> it's like a few marines are like trying to fight something and like nothing starts dying and like, I don't know, it, it feels very strong if you have two or three max uh, like set up on a third base. The problem I have right now is just that PVT has been completely shafted by the patch in a way that I don't think is possible to fix without big nerfs or even design changes. Okay. Um, is that because of the Chrono Boost or the Shield Battery or...? Right, so the Terran players will know this, but Terran builds are a lot tighter than Zerg and Protoss builds are. It doesn't mean that they need to build it faster, it just means they don't have as much money to spare with their build orders. It's if you're lacking fifty minerals at a certain point, like your build is just basically ruined. Like your medevac will be delayed by 10, 12 seconds and it's very I feel like that's that's way more the case with Terran than it is with Protoss and Zerg. And and I'm pretty sure I'm right. Um, so if you have to force the Terran to scout every single game without an early SCP, which they need to against Protoss to not die against proxy oracles or proxy Robo. Uh, that already costs a lot for Terran, which kind of ruins their build. Then in a lot of situations, they also need to build a bunker early on. And Terran builds really can't afford bunkers. So you're already eliminating a lot of builds by what the Protoss does early on, which I don't think is good. I think it's always good if there's a lot of available builds early on, uh, going into different styles preferably as well. But you need to have one of the two. So you either need to have a lot of available builds into one style is fine, or you have a single build into multiple different styles, which right. would also be fine. That's what PvP kind of was before. Um, but in, in PvT right now, the case is they'll, they hardly have any build order variety, and they don't have a single viable style against Protoss. They can't really play, like, mech is still, like, they didn't buff mech. It's still as bad as it was before, but it's it seems to be the one that's going to be more viable because Bio is just so bad right now uh, with the new Colossus, uh, even with the new Disruptor at Erasmus, it's insane basically. It's just, it's, it feels really hard for Terran. So do you think they need to sort of buff something for Terran or do you think they need to scale back changes in Protoss? Because obviously, I think going into the patch, 
Terran started to realize like, hey, we're not actually really getting any buffs. Like they're changing the Raven, which is again maybe a good change overall, but it doesn't really buff Terran. It only kind of makes them weaker points of the game. So they didn't really gain a lot, whereas Protoss got a lot of different changes, Zerg as well. Yeah, it's funny because the, like you said, like the, the battery change I thought was going to be very bad against Terran mainly. Right. Like, how am I going to defend anything? But it's actually the most powerful against Terran by far. Just because you can have a few units here and there, and it just yeah, doesn't die. Split and the early drops, like six, seven marines, if they don't target one probe, all of them, like not a single probe will fall with a single battery there. So you have some more time to react to stuff. The mine change is still a little old in my mind. Uh, right. They just ruined the mine, right? That's what a lot of people are saying. Um, maybe not so much in TVP, maybe it's more of a TVZ thing, where it's basically made yeah. bio completely unviable. I, the, the, it's hard because the, I, I, I understand what they were trying to do. Like it's very frustrating, especially for lower level. This was a change catered towards the lower level yeah. players who were having trouble with, with mines forgetting about them either in their main base or somewhere else on the map. Uh, it makes sense, but they did make the unit a lot worse by it. So it either should be cheaper, build faster, so to kind of make it a throwaway unit. So it can do like I wouldn't mind if the mine was 25, 25, something like to make it extremely cheap, make it build very fast. Because the way it is now, like you said, it just made a lot of things not viable. Um, so a change like that could be very good. Make make the mine cheap. Just try it. Like we're trying stuff anyway now. Yeah. Please let's you know get more design changes. We're in a. It, it's well known that if there's a, in a crisis situation, you can uh, get the most changes through. You know, yeah. companies doing poorly. I feel like the game isn't doing poorly game-wise, but everyone like it's a massive mess right now. After the, they release the patch, and they kind of should capitalize on that. Like they can push changes through right now that will never fly at any other point right. in time. I think they should they should abuse this very hard. Uh, if I was Blizzard or the balancing, that's what I would do. Uh, for example, I would also reinstate the old Marauder shots. So just buff the Marauder for the late game, or just in general. Yeah, I think that's something which you would. It would make yeah. a lot of sense. Just make the mine better, make the marauder better. You have, you probably have a viable race against pros at least again. And yeah. if you manage to get bio back in TVC, you'll have a unit that can actually deal with ultra again without having to have either ghost or liberators, which is kind of what we like to see. Then, then we're talking about bio being a lot more viable. I think that's the main issue right now. Just Terran being too weak. In my mind, but then you okay. see the results, which are a bit so confusing. You want them to push through a lot, of, or try a lot of different things out. As a player, you obviously has to play competitively, and there's a couple of things I want to ask you. So first of all, I guess, what's it like actually playing a big tournament like Home Story Cup on the new patch? Obviously, you've had a chance to practice a lot, but do you think it's affected other people, or do you think it's a good thing? I think uh, Home Story is a big tournament, but it's not a WCL. Right. Okay. Sure. WCL, and those are the tournaments that. In my mind, the game should be perfect at those tournaments. So and this we, is right. Th this is off season for us. It's after BlizzCon. It's before the new WCS season. Blizzard should do whatever they like with the game at this point. What about with WSG coming up though? Is that uh, something in your mind, or well, do you I'm think not it's qualified? Still? So I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then, there you go. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> hashtag fuck Wardy on that one, right? <laughs> no, it's that one is hard because it is uh, such a, a life-changing amount of money that you would want a race to be viable um, so i hope they fix it before that um, so i guess my, my next question is how do you find the balance of given enough time to make sure things are tested properly before you add something else in like 
right now is it just such a glaring issue that you need to do something sure but is it because you've had enough time to play all these games and is that you know I feel as though it's a bit of a weird situation because we've actually got big tournaments that are being played on this new patch it actually feels for us that people are playing the new patch much more than they kind of play test maps before I suppose yeah, yeah. so that, that's, a, that's a bonus I think yeah because usually what would happen is no one would play the test map then the patch gets released everyone like oh my god yeah. that's so terrible but now the patch the patch hasn't even been released yet, so I mean, in theory, nothing is wrong. Everything can change still. We can't really complain uh, about that. I think the way Blizzard is handling that is is uh, is very smart this year around. Um, but yeah, they do need to to bring some fixes to certain things. Like you mentioned, we don't know everything yet. For example, uh, in, in PVZ, a lot of people are now saying that Zerg is very strong late game. But it wouldn't surprise me if Tulsa's figure out a way to get the late sure. game in such a way that we'll be able to beat them there. And that's why you need a lot of time as well, right? Because you go through right. iterations, like maybe Zerg keeps killing you in mid-game, or you keep killing them in mid-game. And then you get to that point where Zerg finally figures out how to survive, and you get late-game games, and then yeah. you have to figure that out. So yeah, it's a bit of a tough one. It's different when you're playing a matchup where uh, in PvT, for example, where Terran has seven different ways to die. So Terran is trying to survive to the mid-game, to right. just die in the mid-game. And if they manage to survive the mid-game, they still die in the late-game. So it's like, the race is not favored in a single state of the game. Like, it's obvious it needs a fix, and it's gonna need it. Like, all the games that are being played right now are not testing the new TVC, it's not testing the new TVP. So it's basically a valuable time that's being wasted. There could be testing actual new changes. So I think it's... Uh, they really should be on top of it. I'm a bit sad that they haven't changed stuff. Already. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think the, the Chrono Boost is big, and there's an easy fix there, which is spreading it out over 20 seconds. Right. So, uh, same impact on upgrades, less impact on early rushes. It just makes sense to me, honestly. Like, I, I don't see anything against that. Um, yeah, I, yeah, so I, I'm a bit sad about that, but so far, this year has been... Uh, an impressive one for how Blizzard handled design, balance, and maps. I think it's been good. Did you like the way that the game was kind of looking before the patch? Do you think the matchups were kind of nice, or were there certain uh, things that bothered you a lot? Bit boring. Bit boring. PVZ. PVZ with the sky toss playstyles, or something else in particular. Hydra Bane. Was Hydra really, Bane. Like we've been playing Hydra Bane for six, seven months now. I, I think it was even longer, right? I mean, yeah, well, before Hydra Bane, it was like Roach Bane, which Roach is kind, which is kind of similar, right? Yeah, it's. Very similar it way just plays. not doing anything basically. And just defending, uh, defending. Defending, defending, hoping that you survive the late game. So what uh, I guess brings me to a bit of a question about PvZ. What's PvZ like right now? We talked a lot about PvT and PvP already. Uh, PvZ is a... Uh, like that's It's the matchup I, I play the most, but I have the feeling I know the least about. It's... Uh, I think Infestor are very strong still. Hydra Bait is still quite viable. Uh -huh. Then there's some Colossus play, but I'm not sure what plays it has. I'm not sure what 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 plays Stalkers have either. It's just a it's a very confusing matchup for me because there are days where I win a lot with certain builds, and the next day like I can't kill a single unit with them. It just feels uh, like stuff is being figured out. I wanted to say random, but it's not right. random. It's just like we find counters to each other's builds very fast. So the meta is really still developing in that matchup. So it's so hard to make any big claims about that. That I feel okay. Like. 
So that's one of the tough ones, I guess, where PVT obviously so desperately needs something changed, but PVZ needs more time to be figured out still. Yeah, but so. PVZ also needs figured out. The, so I, I feel like the best thing to do would just be to buff tearing units rather than nerfing Zerg or right. totals. Just, just go go ham like what I mentioned. Because bio, I mean, bio is not viable at all in TVZ right now. Is what people are saying. Like a couple players are trying to play it, but I think the reality is it was already bio was like a dead style it, it was, in the blast patch, right? Was, yeah, and now yeah. fungal's better, and I think there's like less of an answer to broodlords than before. And it is just like nothing. And like obviously widow mines as well gone, so you have to play a bio tank, which is already pretty. Yeah, and don't forget that the overlord is faster as well, so it's harder to uh, right. do stuff on scout. Um, Which is a lot of Terran as well, like doing early damage and like playing yeah. off of a lead to get into a strong mid game position. So for sure. Yeah. So you think Terran's the real weakness right now? The real thing that needs to be looked at the most? Yeah, they just need buffs. They need buffs. Uh, Bit of love. Ex extreme ones. I think like yeah, go ahead. Change the way. I, I like. I honestly like the Widowmind change. Yeah. Make it as a unit that that's not completely game ending because the investment for it. Let's not forget was very little for what it could yes. do. No detections, what is it, 75-25? Yeah, 75-25. You can drop multiple from a meta pack, speeds in. If you don't have detection, the game ends. Like, it's just the way it is. I can't imagine, especially in lower levels, that being frustrating. So I think the change, with that in mind, is a good one, but you need to give the unit something bad. Like, make it build in 10 seconds. I, like, I'm not saying that's, 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 that's gonna make it work or that it's balanced, but I think you can try something like this. Make it like 25-25 or, even just 50 mineral, like fuck it, just go, yeah. go ham on it, like it doesn't matter. It's a slow unit, it's not fast on the other side of the map, it needs time to burrow, and it dies 100% after it shoots now. Like, unless you can pick it up magically with a medevac every single time, but I, I think there's some potential there. Alright, awesome. Well, just before we wrap up, just want to ask you kind of what's next for you. Obviously, you said you weren't qualified for WSG, so you're going to practice hard over the winter, just prepping for WCS, or...? Um, yeah, probably. I'll be... I, I'm still debating whether I want to go to Korea or not. Uh, heard some rumors about the times of the GSR qualifiers, so I might want to try my luck at that once. It's always been a, a dream of mine to play in the GSL, so that would be fun. Right. Um, so I'll, I'll consider it. Depends a bit on what shape I'm in. Um, how I feel about the game. Um, yeah, not not much else going on. Let's say just waiting for WCS. Waiting for WCS. It's kind of a dark period, right? No one knows what's going to happen. We sort of know the format's going to stay the same, but it might be different events and stuff. So yeah, but it's it, going to be largely similar. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for the time. Any shoutouts? I know you've got a team to mention. So my boys over at Asterion. Thanks very much. And uh, Mango Man. Appreciate the sponsorship. Uh, and, uh, sending me here, of course, helping me live my dream, Marty. Live the dream. Live the dream. Of course, big well, shout out well, to our boy Tate for hosting the Hopes for a Cup once again. And uh, best tournament of the year, funnest tournament of the year. Funnest. Definitely a yeah. way to describe it. All right, yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you for the interview, of course, Marty. Thank you for being part of it. Appreciate it. All right, guys, we got Lambo here for some Zerg talk about the new balance patch. First of all, Home Story Cup because we're here didn't really go the way you wanted it, I suppose. Yeah, I'm not uh, not too happy with the result, but honestly, I don't mind it at all because it's home Story Cup and I can enjoy my time, cast a bit, have some good time with the lads. You got uh, WSG coming up, right? 
Yeah, yeah. My next tournament is going to be WSG in Barcelona. Uh, I'm going to practice a lot for it. I really expect to get top 12 there, which makes it to global to the finals. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, well, before, I think uh, one of the interesting questions I asked Horstam earlier when I did this was uh, the idea of actually having big tournaments on the new patch already. Do you think it's been a big kind of help for like being able to test things on the patch and actually getting people to play it before it comes out? And what's your thoughts on actually playing kind of the balance patch so soon, even before it's out in these tournaments? I think it's probably good. Homestar uh, Cup is like not the biggest tournament, but we all uh, practice for it, obviously, because we have nothing else. And now we can actually fix it like before WSG, which is a bit more important, like a bit more serious. So I think overall it's good because we can also give like feedback to the balance team from Blizzard and like Blizzard just in general sees like our games. So I think overall it's good. And what do you think of the the way that they've kind of approached this patch? Because there's been a lot of kind of big design design changes are they something you think have we kind of moved in the right direction or is there in particular something you don't like about it i think just big design changes keep uh, starcraft 2 new fresh healthy and uh, i think that overall is good i don't necessarily like that they made it faster better i think that's probably going into the wrong direction also the stalker i feel like <laughs> you know the wings of liberty times from blurred and faster you really don't want those again the Heart of the Swarm times from Mass Stalkers, you also really don't want those again. And uh, yeah, besides those those two changes, mostly I like them. Um, I think it's I think it's cool that they made the High Templar like they made some casual friendly changes too, like for the High Templar for the Widow Knight. Uh, now that it's going to be free to play, maybe a bit easier to, to get into the game. So yeah, overall, mostly positive. And what do you think about free to play as well, just as you mentioned it? Excited for it? Think it's going to be a good thing? I'm really excited for it. I actually have a, a lot of friends that actually texted me because they know I play the game and they saw that it's going to be free to play and they're actually going to start it. So awesome. I, hope that's, I hope that's the case for multiple people out there to just try it because yeah. it's like very hard to get into. A lot of people just don't, like they're not going to pay the money because they don't know if they're actually going to enjoy this. Very different from what the usual crowd plays so I think it's pretty cool awesome so I just want to talk a bit about each matchup obviously you're playing Zerg right now so we'll just start with I mean ZVZ just because it's the mirror but it hasn't really changed too much there's a couple kind of later game changes I think one of the big things is the overload speed as well generally good changes you liking it I really like the overload uh, speed change. You, you could say it's a bit sad that the early game variance goes a bit down because, for example, Gas Blue Hatch is not as good anymore, like at all. I, I don't think you're gonna see it played too much. Um, with Hatch Gas Pool, the Ling Bane on it is kind of a lot worse because you can't hide the first six Zerglings. They always, the overlord always sees them going out on the map, so you can't just hide six Zerglings somewhere and morph into Banes. And yeah, that's probably bad for some of the aggressive styles, and you're not gonna see as many early game aggression anymore. But do you think that's a bad thing overall? I, I think that's a good thing actually. I think that's a good thing. Um, yeah, just to make ZBZ a bit more stable. I think in general it's already the, the shortest matchup probably on average. I don't have the stats, but I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, it's it's real fast. I mean, in the global finals we had a ZBZ finals and similar games, just like four minutes, and yeah, yeah. you don't see that as much in the other matchups as you do in ZBZ. It's exactly. just a lot more common. I, I think that's gonna fix that a bit. I think the the later stages of ZBZ are pretty technical, so I think it's cool that you're gonna see those a bit more. Um, and yeah, the, the final buff is overall the buff in the road fights, but worse against Muda, so you can't just defend with the final Ravager anymore, you actually need some anti-air, like you need to make some additional queens, so that's one of the changes. The lurkers are actually really quick, so they're not getting covered as much by the vipers anymore. By blinding cloud, by abduct, they still get covered quite a bit, but then you need a lot of vipers. Um, 
but yeah, I, I don't think there was. I don't think the late game is figured out at all yet with the okay. and Tyron that might actually. Like I, I, I wouldn't be sure how to counter, uh, for example, someone that comes with lurkers and fasters and Rulords. Um But yeah, I haven't had a game like this, so I can't talk too much about the late game. All right, fair enough. Um, so obviously, let's go talk about uh, ZVT, I guess, which has been a bit of an interesting one because going in towards before the patch, Bio was already struggling quite a bit. I think a lot of people would say a lot of people had moved towards Mac, uh, even if some of the Koreans were still playing Bio a fair bit. Now, with the fungal becoming a lot stronger, we're not seeing any Bio at all, and obviously the Widowmind nerf really doesn't help either. So, I mean, first of all, do you think it's good that Mac's being kind of pushed as the way to play, or do you think it's better to have both styles viable? Because I think in ZVT. A lot of people love watching Bio versus Zerg as one of their favorite matchups. I, I think most of the people have this as their favorite matchup. So I think both styles should be viable. I, I um, personally prefer playing against Bio too because it's just more fun, there's more action happening. Uh, I think it's cool that they, they make Mech viable, but I think they shouldn't push Bio down. Like, Bio was already weak and transitioned towards the late game, and now with the final and also the, the Parasitic Bomb. Yeah, it's also a bit better against like, liberative transitions now, so Bio basically is a huge all-in Like, you can't really transition out of it, which I don't like too much, because it was already hard before, you know. As soon as they got out uh, Hive Tech. I think the Swarmos are actually a bit too slow. Like, they feel so slow now. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm like Mech is pretty good right now, um, which I don't mind. There's still, of course, some, some like the immobility that you can exploit. But yeah. What do you think they should maybe change to Terran to try and make Bio a bit more viable? I know it's a tough question, but because I think it's a similar issue in TVP right now as well, where Bio just isn't really cutting it as something which can be used. So do you think there's like an overarching buff that could help both matchups or? I, I don't know about uh, both matchups. I'm not sure if TVP is figured out yet on the new patch. Probably isn't, but Proto seems very strong. So I don't know. I think it's better to uh, to do the matchups one by one and like nerf the other race rather than by buffing Bio because Bio is already pretty good. So like it would it would have to be a really small change. And I wouldn't really know anything that could. Uh, what do you think about the Widowmind change? Like, you, I, is that I, something you liked or? I honestly, for pro level, I don't like it. I think for casuals, it's better because Widowmind drops, otherwise just wreck you. But I think for pro level, it's actually a really bad change because Widowmind's already weren't uh, the best composition. Like right now, mainly tanks were being played because Muta was also fashion. And yeah, I think it's just an unnecessary nerf. Like it, ju it just makes it worse. No real reason. Yeah. All right, awesome. So let's talk about the final matchup a little bit, the ZVP. I'd say someone which kind of obviously has changes, and especially late game, but so far we've just seen a lot more kind of Zerg aggression with the lack of the full and overcharge. Yeah, I think ZVP, the meta actually shifted a bit. You would say that Photon Overcharge, you would think that with Photon Overcharge being gun, the aggressive stats are a bit better, but I actually think shield batteries are way better at defending than Photon Overcharge. The difference is that you actually have to scout it quite advanced now, and then actually have to put down the shield batteries. It's not you have. So it's actual investment rather than something that's just there yeah, already. Yeah, and you actually need to react. Like you need proper scouting. Like it's very important for Protoss in the early stages. And then I think the the roles have switched. The Protoss needs to attack the Zerg. They have a stronger mid game now with the stalker stalker buff and the Colossus buff. And the Zerg just needs to survive the late game because now we actually have the better late game army. It's not like the late game army completely crushes the Protoss army every time. It's very similar actually to before, just the roles have changed. Okay, that's interesting. So uh, you think late game is just kind of 
is late game something you've gotten to a lot in ZVP? Because I hear that's yeah, where. I, that's a lot of that's in the end what I played for in, in uh, most of my games. So most of the games I won were probably late game or in the process of taking it to me and then quitting the game. Um, and yeah, usually late game, I don't think I've lost. Like any matches. Is that is that just a parasitic bomb buff or? No, I don't use vipers at all. It's just oh, really? it's just infest. Just infest is that good? Yeah, the infested terrans get a lot better. So of course, we right. just like usually the late game fight goes down like this. The brutalers, you make brutalers just to kill the infested, the, the, the high templars, and then as soon as the high templars are gone, you just throw out the infested terrans. Then you funnel and you neural at the same time. And there's just too much to like too much to focus by the protoss before they would need to shift like that investors that know their carriers and then they could win a fight but now if they shift like the investors the investor parents get up they survive until they're until they're up and they're just going to lose all their uh, interest at this eventually in the fight. so how many investors are you actually playing with like him now are you just massing them up or uh yeah actually like i go to it depends if they still have archons or not so if they only have high templars as their ground they make like eight bootloads and the rest some queens and only investors. <laughs> Only investors. Yeah. Yeah. Like, usually, some some other units to defend, like harass or harass yourself. But yeah, thirty plus investors. Do you think that's a you know like a good style for the game to have kind of adapt to, or do you think I, it needs to be changed? I, I think it's I think it's not. Good. I also think the way it was before, where Protoss should would camp and then go to late game, is also not good. So something in between, where the late game would be. Like it's super hard to balance, obviously, but somewhere where the late game is like even fights, whoever micros better or whoever has more map control is gonna win the fight would be amazing. And uh, yeah, I mean, the issue with CVP has always just been that it's so hard to take those late game fights into a Protoss or against the Zerg with the yeah. defensive positions and the slag defense. It's a bit of a bit of a tough one to balance, I guess. Um, I'm just gonna go through some general quick questions. Then, what was your favorite change to the patch overall? My favorite change. Uh, let me think. What? What did I, I think? The Raven. The Raven. The Raven? Yeah. Uh, I like that too. It's it kind of it's kind of funny because we we're just talking about infestors. It's kind of like the Raven was something you could kind of use as the infestors now, right? Where you could massive yeah, loads yeah. of them, and they were just so powerful. Yeah. I think that's just not a good mechanic that you mess one unit and if yeah. you actually arrive there, you win the game. I think that's just. I think when Ravens, I don't know what you think, but like when Ravens actually get figured out a bit now. And people kind of find their uses. We'll see like two or three in the army. I think that's really cool. Like a couple of support yeah, I, units, I, I, kind of something like the Vipers were before, and so on. Like you get two or three of yeah, them, and they're really good. I think that's how you should use them. I don't think many turrets are using them like that yet. But I think you can like disable the uh, Vipers or Infestors in game. It's also with AOE, so it forces micro out of your opponent with just one click for you, and they actually need to split and shit. That's really good for you. <laughs> uh, if you could change one thing, about, you know, whether it's been changed already or not, what would you change about the game right now? That's the argument. If I could change anything, that's a really tough question. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would need to think about that. Uh, okay, no worries. I, yeah. I, I know it's tough. I, I like throwing tough ones. <laughs> it, it, it's actually really hard. Um, yeah, I, honestly, I don't like that the stalker gets got too much, too much, uh, so much better. Like people think that the stalker is still as strong because the DPS stays the same. But the the truth is that the stalker usually pokes in, takes a shot, and then goes back, which makes it a lot stronger. And what I'm really afraid of is because the meta, like the the entire build order, is changed now with Chrono Boost. And Link Stalker attacks already are kind of good. That is going to become the meta again. So I would just 
kind of go back there a bit on the damage. We've already been seeing some stalker sentry pushes. Do you think that's sort of going to come back, like the whole robo thing? I, I think so. I think, so. Yeah. I think especially if Protoss is greedy in the early game, it's going to be really hard to hold those. Uh, I, I guess just as one of the stalker, do you think the stalker change was necessary now that we've seen the shield battery being so good? Because the initial buff to the stalker was because we had this whole thing where Protoss were losing the mothership core. So do you think they really need that stalker buff now, or do you think it could just be toned down a little? It, it could probably be uh, yeah, lowered a bit. For the, I, I don't know how it is in the other matchups. Uh, they're pretty, like, they're I, pretty good right now. I, I, I like the general idea, you know, that they they don't rely so much on the spellcasters. That the gateway yeah. army is a bit stronger, but I think it was a bit like it doesn't sound like a lot, but it actually changes quite a bit. Like they're so much better at also uh, sniping stuff. I think it's cool that they're a bit better against good lords, so you can actually play ground like ground timings against good lords, not only pre pulled good lords. So that's cool, but I think it was a bit unnecessary, maybe, or just a bit too much, not unnecessary. Fair enough. Uh, a couple of last couple, uh, things. What do you think of the new maps? Do you like the map pool right now? Do you think it's going in the right direction? Or Yeah, I think overall it got better. I think before it was very Zerg favorite against Terran. And I think now that there's not as much huge maps anymore, it's a bit better for uh, overall. Um, and yeah, I think this map pool is just fine. Like It's just solid maps, pretty standard ones too. Like Battle of... I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there is gonna be one crazy map Blizzard for it, I would I would say it's like one of the better crazy maps some way. Probably is, yeah. So I so I casted a few games from it on the Team Liquid map contest, and it's like no, actually like past the early game, it's like very camp heavy because it's actually very difficult to attack because yeah, there's so it's few pathways. Yeah, exactly. It actually reminds me a lot of Ulrena because Ulrena used to become this split map as well kind of thing, like later yeah, in the game. I think the arena matches. was probably, even though we all thought it was a bit dumb, it was, it was a bit was better. probably the best special map that this yeah? game was had. That's uh, quite interesting. Alright, my last question. How do you go about preparing for a patch and when something like this comes around? Do you kind of stick to your old build or do you specifically go out your way to try something like new or yeah. do you just slowly kind of work things in? Yeah, usually you can have ideas and then you just try them out. The advantage you have is Zerg in new patches, which is also why after big changes Zerg always overperforms. Our build orders don't change, we don't really have build orders. We're a reactive race. We start the game out the same way because it's optimal and then we just react to whatever our opponent does. So we don't actually need new build orders like Brodos or maybe Terran. Um, but yeah. It's just general gameplay ideas more so than uh, build order changes that, uh, that you try out. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. If you've got any shoutouts, then please do go ahead. Well, shout out for my new team that just picked me up, Flash. Uh, yeah, thanks to you for having me. No worries. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. All right, I'm here with Optimus. He's going to be our Terran opinion on the new patch. Optimus, my friend, how are you? Good to have you back on the show as well in some capacity. I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Wally? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Feeling pretty fresh today. Um, we're a couple of days after Home Story Cup, which has obviously been the big tournament everyone's talking about with the new patches, which has been on. Uh, I mean, how was Home Story Cup for you? A lot of fun? I know mean, a lot of players enjoyed it a lot. Oh, of time. yeah, for sure. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was an exhausting event. I'm still uh, I'm still tired two days after getting home. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same. I'm kind of like, can't I just stay in bed all day? Again, like yeah. I already did this the last day or so. It's especially worse because I woke up yesterday at 4 p.m. So then you're like, your your schedule is so messed up. Yeah, I did something. Really I did something pretty similar. I went to bed at like midnight on Monday, 
and I woke up at like 3 p.m. <laughs> 3 p.m. yesterday, <laughs> and then but then by the time I got to midnight again, I was tired, and then I woke up early because I actually didn't need that much sleep. Oh, it's been a mess. So yeah, yeah I mean, home story. You actually pulled an all-nighter. Yeah, on the Sunday night, I pulled an all-nighter too. Cause I mean, I have like a 10 a 11 a.m. flight home. I mean, an 11 a.m. flight, I have to get the train at like 8 a.m. or something. You know, if yeah. I leave takes at 6 a.m., what's even the point? Yeah. 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 All right. You could have been responsible and left at 1 a.m. But... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I hadn't had enough fun though. I know you had a lot of fun shouting at Drogo and calling him calling him a baboon. Well, and, he uh, played like a baboon, so he deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Home Story Cup's so great. It really yeah. is one of the one of the best events. Uh, I mean, how was playing Home Story Cup on the new patch? Uh, just in general, what was it like to actually play the new patch at a big tournament so soon, like before it was even released? Um, I had a good amount of practice going in. I there's this uh, Skype group among pros that they look for custom games in, and especially during um, pre-patch, it was really common to to be constantly looking for people. So I, w I felt like I was really well prepared. I played about 100, 120 games on the test map, I think, in total now. And most of that was TVT and the rest TVP. I played absolutely zero TVT except for the very last day. Um, TVC felt all right. It was a bit nerfed, like no Raven harass options. Um, late game being a bit weaker due to no Seeker missiles, so Brutalords are a bit harder, but it still felt all right. Minus Bio being completely dead now. Um, that's a bit of a problem since you're pretty much forced to play mech nowadays due to how the maps work and early game for Zerg being super Zerg favorite now due to Queens. No Raven harassment. Uh, Queen shutdown hell but openings, alien run bys. So not too much you can do. But TVP, man, 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 where do we even start, Marty? <laughs> where do we even start? If you have, if I, like, a lot of people have told me they don't mind TVZ as much, but I think it's only because of how the state of TVP that makes it feel. So it's it's uh, like TVP is just so bad. TVZ needs a bit kind of. TVZ, uh, TVZ feels like okay. feel that bad. It's right. like yeah, right, I mean, okay. considering Mech is quite broken. I'll be honest, Mech is like really good, right? Um, mm -hmm. Except for the very late game against Mass Brutalord, but you can always work around it. You can base rate or whatever, so it's not that bad. TVZ. But man, TVP, I never feel like I'm even in the middle game or early game. I always feel behind, no matter what opening well, I do or how much damage. <laughs> we'll talk a bit more about TVP in a moment or two, because I have some very interesting questions about TVP specifically. So I just just to get a recap quickly, what you said was you felt pretty good going into the tournament, despite it being a new patch, etc. Lots of people were obviously playing. Um, mm -hmm. Do you think because Home Story Cup was obviously going to be on the new patch do you think that was a big motivator do you think people would have been playing the new patch otherwise already or um well it was announced quite early right around october 1st mm. or something like that so we knew about a month in advance and i think it did help but the last time they rolled out the big patch was 3.8 and i think there weren't too many significant changes that people were bothered with testing yeah so I think people would have tested no matter what, but it definitely, definitely to a bigger extent, it's been tested now. Yeah, yeah. I think three point eight was like they were gonna change so much, and they were just like, and no, <laughs> you know. By yeah. the time it came out, it was like it didn't really feel that different. But uh, the new patch, yeah. I mean, feels very different. I think uh, is that what you're feeling as well right now? Uh, yeah. And even though I'm not a fan of the balance changes, I still have a lot of fun playing. I haven't yet to play on the new test live. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's uh, change is always good, and I'm sure they will change it in some way. So, I was going to ask. Obviously, balance maybe kind of a bit kind of skewed right now. Maybe not in the right place. But do you like the general, just overall? Do you like the overall kind of design changes they've made to try and make something like, just try and like oh, yeah. you know the certain direction they've taken with a couple of units? Do you like what yeah, they're doing yeah, in general? Yeah. I, I think um, the way they're taking like. Uh, uh, rewarding skillful play more per se, like taking out the mothership core, making so that right. players will always are really good with their unit positioning and their infrastructure get really rewarded rather than being overshadowed by the mothership core. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that will make a big, uh, big difference. Like people like Rain were often um, uh, complimented for their great defense, right? Yeah. Um, stuff like that will make a big return, and to some extent, even for the other races, like. There's not too much changes. It's definitely mainly Protoss focused, I think. Hey, Protoss expansion, but um, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's a bit more skill oriented changes rather than 3.8. That's just make everything chaotic. I okay. think they went the good route this time. I wasn't a big fan of 3.8. Yeah, I I can't even remember what actually changed in 3.8. Now that I'm trying to think, uh, like... they made tanks do massive damage. Right. Like... Um, they they gave DTs blink. Was that when they removed tanker vax? That was later, right? Yeah, yeah, they removed was tanker that vax. Was that a year ago? Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. It was um, November. This year something so berserk as well. Hmm. All right, well, let's... Hydra, let's... Hydra pain. Oh, okay. the, yeah, yeah, that's Hydra yeah. pain. Of How could we forget? Whoops. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I just want to quick... I mean, for this patch, in terms of Terran changes, obviously the big Widowmine nerf is one thing to talk about. Um, just before we get into that, what do you think about the Raven, which I think is kind of the other real big Terran change, and other than that, mm-hmm. there's not been much, so... The Raven's been completely redesigned, if you guys aren't aware listening. Basically, they got rid of all the Raven abilities of old, and they made it this unit, which kind of... I kind of like it, personally. I kind of like the idea, at least, which is... It's one of these units you build two or three of, and it supports your, your army, rather than... You can build a shit ton of them, and they're going to be really fucking good. Um, so, I just want to get your opinion on that. Right now, there's, like, the Repair Drone on it, which is something like... Kind of, like, heals mech. There's the mm-hmm. Scrambler Missile, which is like a small damage AoE thing, but it reduces the armor of units, which is kind of interesting because we've never seen that mechanic in StarCraft before, if I'm not mistaken. And there's the... whatever the other one's called, but it basically shuts down mechanical yeah. units. Disable Missile, right? Yeah, just say... is that what it's called? The Disable Missile? <laughs> I don't know. They gave yeah. it some new name in the patch notes. Yeah, that's what I used <laughs> it was to know. Called sh- not Shredder Missile, but... The uh, scrambler missile. No, is that is that not the one that does the? No, uh, they renamed them completely. Oh, okay. They, then they... I don't know the names, but the, yeah. basically the <laughs> final one is like, you can cast on like a mechanical unit, and it basically stops it from being able to attack and being able to use abilities. So it's actually got quite a few uses, and I think the Raven will be kind of interesting to see how it develops. But what's your kind of thoughts on it? Do you like it? Do you like the direction they took with the Raven? Or are you missing the um, old one? I like the idea, but. I don't like the execution of it because what made the Raven um, so well used was that it had some early game utility, right? Right. Um, you could harass with it versus the Zerg. You, you had to use it in TVT so you could be defensive. And in TVP, it was used with some tank pushes. But now it's more of a late game, mid game oriented unit. But what they are often forgetting is that it's uh, a bit of a gas sink. And now that Bio is kind of running out of play. Mech is already very gas intensive, and it requires a tech lap on the starboard. So you need to change your infrastructure just to get Ravens out, or you need to make them early, which they're too exposed, especially versus Protoss. So I don't like that. 
um, execution of it. And mm, I'm not a fan of the spells, to be honest. I think without Seeker Missile, Broodlords will become too strong. Mm -hmm. Although the Repair Drone is nice for mech play. It's, but you're never like, hmm, my army is half HP, let me just move out right now, right? Like, you'll always sure. repair your units or bring a few SCVs. So and the disable, I think, is neat, but too I don't think it will be too... It will be too situational, and I don't think it will be used often enough. I could be wrong here, mm -hmm. uh, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think it will be a niche unit in TVP that you try once or twice, then you you face Phoenix and you're like, well, <laughs> bye bye Raven, because <laughs> the Raven um, doesn't have any armor. It dies to like seven Phoenix shots. I so believe. it just melts. Wow. Yeah, like, and now Stargate openers are kind of coming back into play due to how fast the Oracle is. So Phoenix will just hunt down the Raven, and since you have no more PDD, it's actually not immune to Phoenix, so it will right. just be a paperweight. So, kind of cool ideas, but just needs maybe a bit more thought, or maybe just some time to figure it out as well in terms of oh. see where it will be useful. I think if they really want to push the Raven, they should maybe consider removing the tech lab requirement, but change the cost of the unit maybe, or change okay. the cost of the unit... Or I think changing the cost would be interesting. Maybe. Or be able to kind of like build it off of like a reactor. The right? they, they really are trying to push mech in TVP, but there's no good early game anti-air. Mm -hmm. So you'll have 10, 12 marines, but if six phoenix fly in, they'll just snipe the raven. Or the right. ravens, because you need more than one, right? Yeah. So they'll just snipe the ravens and then you're back to square one. And the raven is kind of crucial for making mech work in TVP. So we had this discussion among Terrans. And a lot of Terrans think, well, just because of the Phoenix, you cannot play mech. Wow. Okay, that's pretty that's pretty interesting. I actually have a question for about uh, mech TVP uh, in a moment. I just want to quickly talk about the Widow Mine as well, which I think was the other major mm -hmm. change for Terran um, in terms of what happened. It's, it's kind of really sucks. I was talking this with uh, the other guys we just interviewed, Host and Malambo, and it was like, they were both like, yeah, it's really weird. They decided to like buff Zerg and buff Protoss a bit and you know they just sort of said yeah Terran's fine we'll just remove one of the you know one of the key <laughs> units yeah um, I, it, it's yeah. weird so the wooden mind change is basically that it now doesn't stay undetected it fires once and after firing it's detectable um, yeah which is basically completely it doesn't kill it I say in harassment it just makes it a lot easier to clean up obviously yeah and you've got less I potential think, um, for sure. the brood or fence it's really easily comparable to a Spider-Man that costs supply and minerals and gas and has kind of a one-time use. Mm -hmm. I think that's fair to say, right, guys? The mine should never shoot more than once, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, it should never. So unless you're what really is really AFK. the place of the mine in the meta right now? Like, it will be okay against me, the Link Bane, which nobody plays. Mm -hmm. um, people are suggesting giving Drilling Claws the option to hide it, but again, like, what, what place does it have in the meta? It was only used in early game defense so, against Protoss and offense against Protoss. So the initial change was sort of one of these things where it's like, make the mine a less game-ending moment. But, yeah. I mean, the mine can still be game-ending with one connection, right? Like, usually it, the it, second and third connection yeah. aren't the game-ending ones. No, I agree. And I think if they really wanted to push that idea, I think the way they should have approached this was maybe reduce the shield. Like, I'm not a fan of reducing the shield damage because I think it's really necessary versus Protoss. But anything over not being able to make mines or tanks versus Protoss. Like, mm -hmm. now you're just forced into Liberators, which kind of die to the new Stalkers easily. Yeah. So, I think if they wanted to push it into, like, making it less game-ending, the way they should have approached this was maybe 
um, what they did earlier in Heart of the Swarm, push damage to be less splash against shields. Yeah. Because um, I think it's fair to say that Zerg doesn't really have issues with mines, right? They have spores, no, they I get queens, so. links are super fast. And yeah. Zergs in general are better at defense, I think, because they have been the race that was bullied for over seven years in harassment, <laughs> right? They've learned how to defend very well. They've yeah. always been the race that has to defend. So yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's safe to true. say that only Protoss really needs the help of a mine nerf. And I can get behind it because it's really a frustrating unit for low-level players. Do you think players. with the nerf they just need to look at maybe changing like the cost or the ease to make mines? Do you think like... Well, right now I don't think mines are any viable at all. Um, yeah, It's okay. completely a dead unit in TVP. Except for maybe one in early game against an Oracle. But mm -hmm. the mine is not even in time, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, place in that meta. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's talk about TVP then. We already covered TVZ a little bit earlier, where you talked about it's basically about mech. Um, so let's just talk about TVP because I do have some interesting questions here. I mean, first off, Chrono Boost is pretty good. No, <laughs> uh, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I mean, it's it seems a bit ridiculous right now. Um, so one suggestion, Haas, somehow, I just want to get your thoughts on this is. With the new Chrono Boost, making it kind of do have the same effect only over double the time, so that it would be less effective on like early oh. game units. Yeah. But it would be better. It would keep the same idea for upgrades, for example. So. Uh, yeah, I actually really like that solution. I think. Um, what's the duration now? Is it ten seconds or fifteen? I think it might be fifteen. Think... I'm not hundred percent sure. I haven't uh, seen that. We're we're gonna be professional and say it's ten seconds because we know our stuff before we. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um. I think it's either 10 or 15, so I like that solution. Mm -hmm. But I was also thinking of a different solution, which was... Um, so now the Nexus has 200 energy. What yeah. if we give the Nexus 100 energy and make Chrono 25 energy? And okay. reduce its boost speed by to either 50 or 25%. So it's more mm. like Wings of Liberty Chrono. So it's, so so it's, it's just... More, yeah, it has a similar effect, right? Rather than you have a big spike in production, like now my production is super fast and now it's uh, yeah. shit. Then you have more consistent, a uh, linear graph. Yeah, uh, I think that's a more elegant solution or a Harstam solution. That how, sounds great as well. How how different is it from Wings of Liberty Chrono right now? Because uh, Wings of Liberty was twenty five percent, twenty five energy, I think. Okay, it's so Wait, it's so confusing. It's just it just I don't know, but like to me, like the Chrono Boost didn't really seem like a thing, and then all of yeah. a sudden it was like I just realized how insane it is, and it's like it, okay. how did so it's, much change? It was twenty five energy. And increase right. the build speed by fifty percent over thirty over. Uh, in tw over twenty seconds. Okay. So it was a twenty-second boost, which cost a twenty-five energy for thirty fifty percent. Now you have, either ten or fifteen seconds, for one hundred percent. So it's super fast early game. <laughs> That's not joking. So it really just needs the numbers tweaking somewhere along the way. Yeah, I think PVP can be good. Yeah. Like I actually think PVP can be genuinely more fun to play. With very small tweaks, mm -hmm. make Chrono Boost slightly longer or change the numbers. Yeah, uh, Shield Battery should cost a bit more minerals, like twenty-five more minerals, and it would be absolutely perfect. Or it lower the heal per second by a very minimal amount, by like maybe two or three, so that it doesn't, um, so that you can actually kill probes in early game because it's quite silly to see one unit attack a probe over and over again. Like a lot of people have told me, just go rush. But if they make a shield battery, they don't even need detection. Because <laughs> it just outheals the ghost. <laughs> so, so, shield batteries are pretty insane. I mean, you already talk, yeah. so talked about them. That I think they're a nice solution for changing. Yeah, I, th I think it's a good band aid, though. It's not the band aid that the Mothership Core was. I think it's a good one. 
Okay. Um, so they need to change the shield battery slightly, make it maybe a bit more expensive, change Chrono Boost, and revert the mine nerf. And I think we'll have a great matchup. That's awesome. all they need to do, I think. Well, that's just very quickly on TVP, I just want you, we sort of mention it again, but you talked about mech a little bit in TVP. So you mm. mentioned obviously Phoenix can come in and just sort of kill everything and make mech unviable. So what I heard you thermal talking about was kind of bio into mech. Do you have any opinions on this, or do you think it's just a bit of a meme that'll get figured out pretty fast? Uh, well, I haven't really tried it. Um, I've heard about it. Some people saying two one one into mech, hmm. but I think I played a bit of bio into mech in TVZ way back in Heart of the Swarm when Fantasy once did right. it in Pro League. Do yeah, you remember? Yeah, that? of course I remember. Um, on that so weird map it. as well. That was yeah. Really strong for like two weeks, and then they completely figured it out. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be pretty strong, but it would get uh, figured out within a okay. month. So so then beyond that, I guess just again you sort of think Mech just isn't viable right now because of how good kind of Phoenix and the hair units are as well, or it's mainly the Immortal that the just stretch Mech. So they gave the uh, Raven the ability to disable the Immortal, mm -hmm. but then they forgot that the Raven can just be killed by any Phoenix counter. Right. Okay. So, so it's kind of like mainly Phoenix. So, so you kind of have what you need to play, Mac. You just sort of need the Raven to be able to survive a little bit longer. Otherwise, you're going to be in trouble. Um, that. But I also think that um, ah, uh, what's a good way of saying this? That late game Protoss, um remaxes a lot faster than mech right mainly on gateway so you always need to take a good fight and right and because they can walk prism sure as well they can start to just fight. super overwhelm it's yeah just like triple robo uh immortal with the corona boost is so fast right yeah. okay so it's, so it's it's sort of more viable than it has been but it's still a little bit like i, I think it's viable but it's not going to be the main style okay. to play so it's still like about bio. now in pc but I think it will have a place. In maybe, the maybe, maybe nice though to actually have it kind of like, kind of like Mech used to be in TVZ, where you know everyone played Bio, but every now and then a bit of Mech would seep yeah, through as a bit I, of a change. I think it will go that route. Like once in a while, maybe once in the best of five, you can be, you can okay. play on a map that's bad for Bio. Like, I would awesome. love to have that viable. Yeah. Awesome. I guess very quickly, as you just said, maps, new maps. You like them? You love them? Um, you hate mixed them? opinions. Mixed opinions. I like Blackpink. I think mm -hmm. it's a well done standard map. Catalyst is a bit too open, I think, but it's still... I haven't played too much on it, so it's still okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Neon Violet Square. Well, my FPS is terrible there, and the pathfinding messes up literally everything <laughs> that Terran has. Like, <laughs> mech units are too big, so they get stuck everywhere. It's really annoying. And there is one more map. The Battle on the Boardwalk. <laughs> what a great map. <laughs> great map. Okay. Great map. Okay. I like the part where you cannot scout the gold in time, so <laughs> yeah, instant beat over Terran. Okay, well, <clears throat> I'll just leave it there on that. Um, <laughs> I know you've got places to be, and uh, we've already talked somehow for like 20 minutes or something, which is pretty crazy, oh, so oh. I know, I know. Path time passes so quickly, right? Um, yeah, thank you so much. Your balance, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, I mean, yeah, you what? Terran got nerfed, well, let's fucking go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you so much for your time. My friend, Thanks as always, uh, please, any shout-outs, do go ahead. I'll wrap this up. Uh, Shout-outs to my team, that Pixels for always supporting me. Uh, follow my stream. Thank you, donation. <laughs> great, please, great please, please subscribe. I assume this will be released around the weekend. So hey, this is going to be released everyone. today. Oh. <laughs>
Well, have a great Wednesday evening. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Have a good one. Alright, guys, that was episode 12 of Natural Expansion, the StarCraft 2 podcast. Hopefully you guys did enjoy Again, like I said at the very start of the show, if you enjoyed it, you have any feedback, etc., please do let us know in the comments down below or in the chat or tweet at me or Discord me, whatever. Um, you can get in touch with me on Twitter and all that, blah, 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 blah. Um, obviously, like, share it, especially share, share, share is the main thing, you know. That's the most important thing. If you guys share this to people, it allows it to get further and it helps us to continue justify making the podcast. So that's the most important thing I'll say. Make sure to share it. We should have another episode coming out next week talking about free-to-play and a preview of the WSG European Finals, which are going to be held live in Barcelona from Thursday. So enjoy that, guys, and I hope you had enjoyed the great episode. Thank you very much, and thanks again to all the players who did give their time for the interviews.